is Tom Cruise crazy Just be glad it's him, not you If you had Tom Cruise's troubles You might be Tom Cruise crazy too You'd flash your big white shiny smile You'd buy expensive shoes But you'd be the only man on earth Hello and welcome to episode three of the Booze Cruise podcast. Um, this week we're covering the Tom Cruise film Losing It from 1983, isn't it, Mark? Yes. Hello. Hello, listeners. Yeah, it is another 1983 hit for uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, what we can say before we get into anything else is he is actually in this one quite a bit. Not only is he in it, but he is the headliner, the starring, the lead. And he's not just in the film, he's also in the other lead. <laughs> not too, uh, spoiler alert there. But... No, spoiler alert. Uh, like he spoiled the, uh, the, the sheets. Um, the, the title is, you know, gives it away pretty much. Losing it. Uh, not, not even with it, dropping the G as well. Losing, losing it. Yeah, but dropping the G, but it's also got the... Uh... The apostrophe. The apostrophe, which is... Which doesn't make any sense. No. Grammatically, it's, it's, it's like I've wrote it. Um, <laughs> as uh, Tom Cruise is quite a busy boy in 1983, it's sort of thrown out my usual uh, spiel of being able to whip out facts from the year because we did I've already used week. them all up last week. <laughs> <laughs> I do, um, however, uh, have... So this was released at a different part of the year but yeah. in the previous film. So we have two number ones. Again, yeah. the UK and the US. So still number one at this point was Michael Jackson and Billie Jean in the US. He, he had some, you know, he had some fun. It was uh, quite a long charts. number one. But yeah. There's no doubt that the second, the UK number one is a better song. It was David cool. Bowie and Let's Dance. Okay. So I, I was, as much as like, you know, obviously we all remember that last week was Bonnie Tyler's um, Total Eclipse of the Heart, Stone Cold Classic. But and I was, thought I was going to have to have a fight with you there about, no, wait, no, wait. But you're right. David Powers, let's dance. We are the Bruce Cruise podcast. And <laughs> while we would never endorse unacceptable levels of drinking, I would expect you to drink a lot to watch losing it and then possibly drink a lot just to discuss it because it is a film that needs intoxication to, well, uh, to, I, to I get I think through. as well, part of the narrative of the actual film itself is intoxication. Is it though? That will come into it. They no, don't they do. Mean... Tom Cruise no, smashes the booze in it. I would say that's got a nice okay. ring to it as well. Um, at, but... at one point, they rub a shop and they don't steal any alcohol. My first note was, why are they just stealing crisps? They steal the coke. Why have <laughs> they steal a couple of coke? It's like, why haven't they stolen alcohol? But let's not let's not sense. get too into yeah what exactly. Let, let, let's let's not you know skip past our usual um, prefacing of this so yes i don't have any other facts about 1983 just because all you have is those i used them all last time but i do have interesting facts about the film itself crack on them uh losing it 1983 and i was going into this i've never fucking heard of this film uh and i even by the title i was like and and the year it's you know the year was made i was going i'm assuming it's a Porky style, yeah, raucous high school sex comedy, and then so I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm never heard of it before, which is unusual, you know, because I've heard of most films, <laughs> and then I so I pop it up and I go, directed by Curtis fucking Hansen, director of one of my favorite all time films, L.A. Confidential. Oh really? <laughs> it, it took me a while to recover from that. I mean, yeah, L.A. Confidential is a fantastic film. It's in my 
top 10. He's also directed The Hand of Oscar Cradle, Wonder Boils, Eight Mile with um, Eminem, The River Wild with Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon returns again from the, <laughs> in, a, in a six degrees of separation way. Properly shocked because this, even just by watching, you know, grainy trailer footage, you go, this looks like a bag of shit. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it doesn't look like there's any, you know, any effort or money spent. Um, and then you go on to the cast because not only do you have Thomas the III uh, aka Thomas Cruz uh, as our leading man for his first leading role playing a character of Woody I mean the jokes just to you know start yeah. there and keep, keep <laughs> on going um, the second lead is uh, Jackie Earl Haley who people may know as um, from the uh, the Watchman as he, he okay you know in, in Watchmen I can't think of the character's name now I should have researched this a bit better <laughs> he played, uh, you know uh, he played uh, Rorschach he yeah. plays Rorschach, you know, with, with the inkblock face. Uh, so he 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 didn't have a lot of prominence for a long time until he played that role, and then he, obviously he's gone on to. He was, he, was Freddy, you know, he was Freddy Krueger in um, the Freddy in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, and he was in Shutter Island, and it's been lots of stuff since. So again, I was like, straight away, I was like, there's people in this. Uh, and then you've got the <laughs> the guy called uh, who the character rather uh, Spider, played by John Stockwell. And I was like, he hasn't been anything. Uh, then you go through his list of credits and there's not really anything in there i mean the biggest thing other than this is possibly uh staff number one in nixon <laughs> yeah but then you go oh wait there's a credit there he plays cougar in top gun oh wow <laughs> so, i was like but i mean cougar's do like you reckon uh like, cruise blacked him that on the I'm back of the back like, cougar like... is a tiny role if you, if, i mean we'll, obviously we'll get to that uh but Cougar, like from what I remember, pre having you know rewatched this film for this podcast, uh, Cougar washes out early in the film and gets like re- replaced by uh, some other characters. But so it's a small role. But I was like, I'm fe- I'm feeling maybe Tom put like, in a word. Tom, Tom must have put in a word. Uh, and then obviously the biggest name other than uh, Tom Cruise, which again I was like, what is yeah. um, playing the female lead, Shelley fucking Long? Cheers. She, she <laughs> caused me to pause the film because I was like, I recognise her. I recognise, fuck off, is that the bird from Cheers? Then no, I paused it and looked at it. I was like, it, it, why the hell was she in this? It must have been when Cheers finished and she was looking for work. Well, but then no, I was this like, is oh, nine, and no, it wasn't. This is 1983. Was... She was like, like peak period yeah. Cheers here. So why on earth did she want, I reckon she just what? wanted to have a bit of Tom Cruise. I Well. I think she'd I seen can't... the outsiders and thought, I've seen that man eat cake. I'm very uh, turned on by that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I have seen him mercilessly kill people and ferociously eat cake and do backflips. Uh, that's the sort of guy I want to be involved yeah. with. I mean, obviously, it's, it's clear. I do the film I mean, I for would. free. <laughs> <laughs> she took no fee. Well, maybe she did, because then you look at the budget, and the budget, and this is a, you know, a 1983 budget, yeah. of $7 million. It's which not is much, not, is it? Look, in 1983, that's, that's, uh, that's a fair chunk of money, really. Yeah, so this, for this type of film, yeah, it's a fair chunk of yeah. But then you go, and, and then how did it make? I mean, I, I don't have worldwide figures, but I'm guessing they're not too dissimilar from the US figures. Uh, the US box office is uh, uh, 1.2 million. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, okay, so if you adjust that, so is so no, is that is that profit or total no, takings? In total takings. Oh shit! It bombed big time there. It bombed. So uh, basically, if you if you adjust the original takings for present day dollar value, it comes to three and a half million, 
which is less than his 1983 budget, <laughs> less than half of his. <laughs> oh, dear. So this is this film's not you know on the, off the back of this amazing podcast. If we get everybody that we know to find a copy and buy it, we could make this film money in what 2050 or something <laughs> well finding it may be a bit of a tricky one for people well, although exactly. we did acquire it and we it was it is available on amazon to, to buy on dvd it's actually got a blu-ray release as well somehow wow how how <laughs> how um yeah i mean shelly long from cheers fame i would say we we'll get to it later on we get to it later on but She's got the uh, best character arc in the in the film, I would say. <laughs> I mean, are there character I, arcs? In oh this yeah, film? no, there is. I, I've got her full character arc uh, all, all down, um, which I'll share later on. I mean, I'll be interested because I mean, uh, this film is nothing but a, a badly sewn together level of uh, like character callbacks rather than character arcs, <laughs> really, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. If, to finish off the the trivia section. Uh, would you like to know what the, the Rotten Tomato uh, tomato oh, low, score isn't it? is? I think I've seen, I did have a little quick Not as low as it should be, in my opinion. Um, uh, 20%, Ooh. which is not great. Yeah, it's not great. But I've, got another, that... I've got another fact for you around the film. Ooh. So uh, as we get into, the film is um, set mainly in Tijuana, Mexico. None of it was filmed in Mexico. It's all I'm filmed in California. Uh, on some shitty back lot somewhere. Pretty sure. much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They never actually enter Mexico for the whole Yeah, I, and given some of the um, tonal takes that they, they use, I'm not surprised because yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what you're saying that this film that is generally degrading towards Mexican people isn't filmed in Mexico, you say? <laughs> <laughs> I am, look at me be shook <laughs> Should we get into it then? Yeah, well, I think someone should. So <laughs> one of the first things you'll notice when the film starts is yeah. it's always brilliant when a film starts with a song that is titled and mainly <laughs> repeats lyrics that are the name of the film. I say, my, my first question before it even came up on the screen was, so was this composed for the film? <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, the main lyric is, losing it, by the, losing it. <laughs> by the Jeff Allen band. Yeah, I was like, so the Jeff Allen band was created for this film is that where the budget went just creating this band because i could say as as terrible it is the, the music is probably some of the high points of this film. yeah yeah there's some, there's some good films so um shall, shall i set this, the scene really of how it oh, starts yeah, yeah. so please, please, it's, please. it's a friday morning you, you're introduced um to our cast of young virile men are they young <laughs> that, no because i've got some well they they the youngest they can be is 17 from what i can work out and the oldest no. they could be is 18. Because well, they're seniors at high school in America. Except one, which of, the, is one of the characters 16. that gets dragged. Okay, one of the oh, yeah, except from the younger long. brother. He, he is, like, what, like 14, 15? I'm, guess, I'm guessing like 15, something like that. Yeah. But my, my point that I'm making is that while at the time of making the film, Jackie Earl Haley may have been 22, he has and always will look like someone in their 60s. Yeah. <laughs> And it doesn't help, though, obviously, to accentuate the, the 60s setting that he has a Frank Sinatra asphyxiation yep. and dresses as such, which ages him up even more. So you've got someone who looks old, dressing like an old man, and then he's in high school and it just gives out some really creepy vibes. Yeah, Strap me off. Well, if, so you start off with the, the Losing It song and then you've mm-hmm. got sort of the old classic sort of credits and as, as they go, credits at the start of films, very, very 80s. 
Yeah. And there's also a lot of shots of them, sort of the classic them sort of preparing to rush to school in really shit white pants. Yeah, and, and it's basically, it does like an opening montage of character, it, you know, a visual character introduction. So you've got like the Keo Haley's character, Dave. I mean, he's, he's even got a shit name, like Dave. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he, he's, you know, stuffing his pants with a, with a big old it, yeah. sock. Which you know um, at that point, because it's emphasised so much, that's going to be a running gag oh, yeah. throughout yeah, the film. Like I say, this a film very... is nothing but callbacks to random scenes that they did earlier that some yeah. of them well, there's barely any reason for it to happen and um, did you pick up on what uh what cruises little thing was because you immediately pick up the cruises a bit more like the straight lace character but yeah. for some reason he keeps money hidden behind a stack of books did yeah. you, do you see what the book is that he actually keeps the money in yeah it's quite um oh what was it it was like a, a decent lolita about yeah the old man who shanks the 15 year old girl you can oh. see where the mindset of this film is. Yeah. <laughs> from, from the off. Well, well that's <laughs> the others have hidden their money in porn. Yes. I mean, or I mean, it, it just blatantly steal it from their family. <laughs> it is, it's full of like a, an immediacy of like, well, I, I'd say characters, but you're not characters. You are all horrible archetypes of things. <laughs> no. Because yeah. obviously, I was saying before that this film has like a, the Porky's vibe to it, Big and it's. Time. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't actually checked. I mean, I, I don't know what year the Porky's was released. I should look that up as well. My research is not good this week, but I can bet that so it feels well. It at least feels like someone watched Porky's and went, "We should make a film like Porky's," and then they made this film. <laughs> uh, two years before, there you go. Someone watched Porky's and went, "We can do a quick cash grab on Porky's and made this film." And hides on cruise. So obviously, you get you get that opening scenes of them sort of all rushing to get their money ready and prepare for going to school on Friday, and oh, then their hey, escape so, to Tijuana afterwards. What, what what do you um have as your I mean your first full on grown moment? You had your little opening montage of them all being introduced to these horrible yeah. uh, and then as they're walking up the steps on screen in writing, it says a long time ago in a oh, high school far far away I got yes <laughs> I did have that down and I said I what there was no fucking need for that we get it Star my Wars is, is is popular <laughs> but my my exact note is I wrote it down and then put kill me now I was <laughs> it's just the worst bit of pop, I mean that that summates this film quite well it's like that's the worst bit of pop culture acting that I've ever seen in my entire life it just like goes oh yeah Star Wars is popular. Let's do that. I mean, yeah. At this point, I've got you could start playing the um, a drinking game. So I've yep. already found a drinking game for this. Ooh, There's excellent. several that you could play with, with throughout <laughs> it. The first one being that you drink every time a USA school stereotype is, is seen. <laughs> so you've got the first <laughs> one of a large, plump female teacher who has no control of what she's doing and has no interest in the class. And then the bell yep. goes while she's still talking and they all rush out. Of course. So that's one. Then you've obviously got the guys talking. You've got uh, and Dave. Dave wearing a very shit custard jumper. Or also, mustard uh, jumper, to know you want to Is it this point that I thought that uh, Tom Cruise, as the lead character, is uh, has conspicuously not really had any lines? Or he hasn't. has any lines. But is that because Dave's character is massively overacting, really being over the top? Or... Is it that they wanted Dave uh, Dave to be the lead character? I.e., I, they 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 cast Jackie O'Haley. I was like, we want you to be the lead character. You're clearly the lead character, but you're not good looking enough 
So yeah. we've hired Tom Cruise, who's the he's, lead. He in is an odd-looking chap and very oddly dressed for out. Yeah, you're, you're basically going, oh, this is if this is how you got your seven million. You you hired Tom Cruise to be the lead in the <laughs> commas, uh, and then don't really don't really give him anything to do until about halfway through the film. No. <laughs> like, Move on from there, Dave. Already, he's got um, mm-hmm. sort of Jave him in between the vibes. In that he oh, comes so- out of some absolute genius. Um, sex advice and information to the others. One of them being that <laughs> you can't get the virus if you pour tequila. I mean, on, on your, your cup. On, on your immediately cup. afterwards. I mean, I haven't tried because that, that kills any shit apparently. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, to go along with with the the mild racist undertones, Mexican tequila because you know it, it's yeah. the Mexican stuff that really does it. So, any listeners out there, if you fancy giving that a go, um, and then tweeting us and letting us know whether that works. I mean, we'd be, I, we'd I be glad, actually, no, I don't know if we should be advising people yeah, well, to no, pour tequila um, on their penis. <laughs> is it a Mexican tequila that has the scorpion in? It usually has a worm in it. Worm, yeah, they definitely. Have oh, yeah, pouring. I mean, the, yeah, they, they, many things are put into tequilas in many, many cultures or many spirits, but uh, in yeah. Mexican is, uh, Mexico, rather, is usually a, a worm in the bottom of the bottle, which is supposed to get you properly fucked up because it's. Soaked up all the alcohol. I don't know how true that is. That sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? I, I mean, I, I don't actually know the reason for it. If anyone wants to message us on Twitter and let know why people, why uh, why they put um, worms in tequila, I'd, I'd love to know. I could just like, IMDb it or like Google it. <laughs> I'd rather Twitter tells us. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise has obviously got a, a girlfriend or someone he's sort of seeing because he sort of gives well, her a little hello and she's like, oh, do you have to go and all this? It's like, and he, again, it's like... This is the first thing where he's actually got like a you know consecutive lines to say like yeah. so actual, and it's such a non scene. It's like oh don't go, like, I'm gonna go. No, okay, but it's bye. sort of showing him it is he's there's more sensitive one, isn't he? Well, you, you, basically, you, for a lot of the, the things in this film, you, you can see the intent of what they were going for. Yeah, but hits wildly uh, you know, left of the mark <laughs> rather than actually doing what they intended to do. Uh, so yes. Apparently, he has a girlfriend. She's not happy that he's... I mean, they haven't really gone into great detail of what the actual plot is. So the fact she's talking about it and we don't really know what's actually happening yeah. is a bit of a misstep in the first place. But apparently, they're going to Tijuana to get some pussy but, and she's not happy about it. No, she's not happy. And then we sort of find out Dave and Spider are struggling to have enough money for the, the journey. Yeah, and one of their friends cannot pay. So at that point, they rope in Dave's younger brother, Ooh. Who, Just before that, you have um, a, a scene where Jackie Earl Haley, aka Dave, angrily kicks bins in frustration. Yes, <laughs> again, 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 overacting constantly. Yeah, but you, you're right; he, he does swallow every scene that he's in. Yeah. Uh, it's like that's what it means because I was, I remember sitting there like, going, "Is Tom Cruise even in this film?" Even though he's in that scene, yeah. it's like. like the entire world is swallowed up by uh, Jackie O'Hare's performance. And he, but he's, for this type of film, that's the kind of the performance you want. Yeah. It's just he's that no one else is... He's the stiffler yeah, of exactly. the group, isn't he? You've got him, like, acting to an 11, and everyone else acting to, like, a 4. <laughs> so yeah. no, no one is... And it's, you know, obviously, Cruz is, like, playing, like, a, a more, given, at this point, the two other films that we've seen him in, Taps and uh, The Outsiders, he is, like, that live wire character. He is essentially pretty much playing what a character that Jackie O'Hare is, play, is playing. And he's now playing a straight lace character. Yeah, he's so he, like, goes, he goes, he goes, he, he dials it way, 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 way back. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I've got range. I don't have to be like that character. Uh, and in doing so, he's he barely registers as being in this film uh, and, until much later on. 
But at which point we get to stereotype number two, that there's always a kid in high school who's the one who sells everyone's homework or sells them firecrackers or sweets or whatever else they need, which is exactly. Dave's younger brother, who but is like the, the businessman. But the, the, the immediate thing that I that you know that I thought of when I saw that scene is because it became you know by casting you the younger brother and casting someone who is very young and then putting him in the scene with Jackie O'Hurley, who's supposed to be someone who's 17, 18 at most, and looks is older and looks a lot older. Yeah. It looks- just looked fucking weird. But, when they see, <laughs> but even at the start when they're in, in the lesson, some of them look really old. Like yeah, way I mean, too old to be at school, but that's an like, American thing. They always play like right. <laughs> they didn't stop that until much later. Like, okay, they're all in school and they've got five o'clock shadows. That's and that's yeah. just the women. It's, it's, <laughs> and that's perfectly normal. Reluctantly roping the younger brother, Spider then gets himself into a fight with a, a high school jock. Do you think that's going to come back later? But so wh- again, why, why does he get in a fight? That that, that that's uh, that's a bit of fun. Really pointless. <laughs> Basically, um, some people that he's talking to. Uh, fills a condom because it's a sex oh, yeah. comedy with water and like lobs it at a bird uh, and it just like smashes on her. Well, no, he lobs it at a guy and he gets pulled out of the way and it hits a girl. Which And then even though he wasn't, Spider isn't involved, he then starts a fight. Yeah. Perfectly normal. So he ends up getting himself after school detention, which then yeah. sets up the storyline for him. He's obviously like in afternoon detention and he's having to pick up litter or whatever they make them do. Before that, you, you've missed the vital uh, alert, Claxon, uh, that we seem to be a recurring theme so far in Tom Cruise films. Um, sudden shower scene alert. Oh, Unnecessary yes. naked young yeah. men. Yeah. Again. <laughs> it's like, but it's, it's like a random quick cut. It's like, bang, and we're in a shower scene. Yeah. And his I was like, what? 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 And yeah, it's like, almost and one of those it, ones that's not long enough for you. It's long enough for it, you to go, well, then a shirt. Oh, right, did, they've moved on. Did I just see ass? It's like, yeah. <laughs> then he's gone. Uh, and then he goes, oh, yeah, but he's in. Yeah, then he's in detention. He's picking up litter or whatever. And you've got, yeah. again, another another high school uh, classic of all that. You've got the football team and the cheerleaders doing their thing. And he just sort of downs his talks and sort of slowly. Heroically walks, uh, walks, walks off. Across the football. <laughs> but at which point, school teacher says, no, stop that. Stop. Stop. All right, whole football team, charge and kill him. Yeah. But uh, my immediate thought was like, it's not prison. If you were going to do it and not go to detention, just don't turn up to detention. Yeah. <laughs> just don't go to first place. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll go for a bit until I actually need to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I need to see them be running. You know, I, I get you. Know, it is that trope of like, you come on. They all like turn up and they're like shouting to me, come on, we've got to change your clothes. You come in Tijuana. And he's like, as much as he like, it makes that, you know, that is that sort of like classic scene of like, he's going to escape. But if he was, you know, that inclined to go, he would have just gone and not turned up to detention. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't really make any sense. But anyway, they get into a car, you know, he jumps the fence. He just about managed to scramble past the uh, the charging American football team. Which uh, which is worrying, considering he walks the whole way and he, he the whole football them. team run, who are a football team. So you think, they probably be fit and can run. So, what your your, your first thought should be from the coach is why isn't he on the team? Yeah, um, we also get some more funny comedy moments from Dave, where he Do comes out. He comes out with the classic line: "Even a whore likes a man they can respect." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I missed that one, but again, it really does uh, centre where this film's ideology goes because <laughs> it's uh, it is not great for women. I tell you, I mean, at this point, in where I've made notes. Uh, Cruz is barely registering as a presence. Yeah, like, 
I've always seen like even Spider as a character yeah. is referring more as that you've seen more of him and more actual not even plot but just him being involved in scenes and actually doing stuff then Cruz is just like a passenger at this point he yeah. doesn't actually do anything yeah so obviously they're in the car which is a pretty nice car for a kid to have yeah even even back then um and then they head their way to the uh petrol station or grocery store or whatever it is mm-hmm. to go and stock up it's not on very goods. clear really is it <laughs> stock up on goods yeah um and in typical teenager fashion they instead of buying stuff what they need they just steal everything yeah. But again, you, you know, like when you're when you're setting up your essential heroes of a film, your, your protagonists, at least, you know, you've got, yeah. you got know, especially in this type of film, you want your audience to root for them. They don't have any setup as to why they're doing that. There's no, no. setup as like, oh shit, we haven't got enough money. Oh, what are we going to do? It's like, oh no, no, no we, I think they do sort of set that up because you, you get pointed out earlier that yeah. they haven't got any money, which is why they need Dave's brother. They haven't got that enough money, true. and that. They haven't got low. They've they talk about how much something might cost. I think they yeah, talk about yeah. how much the women might be or something to make them better people. It's like you're right. They don't have enough money because they need all their money for horns. Well, it's, it's a common <laughs> no. problem for many. Yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 yeah. What was I doing? You know, even thinking about um, talking them down. But essentially, they don't have a lot of money because they need it for, for for prostitutes. So they 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 proceed to steal. From the shop, <laughs> they do very blatantly. Whilst in the background, possibly the worst fake film-based row takes place. <laughs> I was like, you know, like when something's so bad, you're like, I can't even be bothered to listen to what they're pretending to argue about because yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's, bad. It's, it's it's just so does it, you know, blase and like whatever. It, it it doesn't really register. But essentially, it's Shelley Long's introduction. And my my one note was, you know, basically, so Shelley Long has an argument with. Her husband, it turns out. I yeah, didn't because they dropped the word They he drops the word wife in at some point in the row. See again, I didn't even. That's how much I was like checked out, or maybe this is how bad this film is. That I didn't even realize they were husband and wife until way into many scenes later. So they're having an argument. She storms out. She chases after him, but this leads to the boys going, "Oh look, we've got the store to ourselves. Let's steal as much as we can." Yeah. And my only note is, why didn't they take alcohol? <laughs> yes, or cigarettes. There's a lot of smoking cig- in the film, and they don't take of the course. cigarettes. At this point as well, you, you could also point out the fact that they pick up, there's quite a sexist vibe here. Because one, they're having a row, and it's the woman that's overly emotional, and then gets in a car and crashes it into the grocery store. So yep. emphasising the fact, the stereotype that women can't drive. I mean, the whole, basically, so Shelley Long, you know, is she so emotional that she gets in a car, drive off, and then drives into the entire frontage of the shop. And then jumps in a car. Jump into the car. Seems unlikely. It's just very unlikely. It seems tenuous at best, but she's just like, she's like, oh, but then she's like, drive. Oh, wait, where are you going? And it, when she asked that question, it feels almost like it was unscripted because nobody seems to know. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh... such a pause, like, oh, we're, we're, um, I'm going to Tijuana. Like, did you read the script, boys? You know where you're going, sure. Well, it's a, I it's... sort of, I didn't see it. Like, I saw it as that they were sort of embarrassed to say, we're going to Tijuana to pay for hookers. Because everyone goes to Tijuana for the uh, for the horse. Yeah. But, and then she sort of notices that they've stolen all the stuff. And you get that, <laughs> you get that false pretense that she's, like, annoyed. I'm going to kick off. And then she's like, oh, don't worry. It's a very bizarre film. I'm watching it like, going, like you know, it's very rare to see a film where everything that a character, all the characters say 
is something that no one would ever see in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, like from start to like, pretty much from start to finish, the entire film, nobody would say or do the thing that these characters do in yeah, this film. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. It's like, and especially at this point, because you and me have, have talked privately about how at this point I was like I was struggling and I had to up my alcohol intake because at this point it's it's going it's aiming for raucous high school sex comedy and it's hitting boring unbelievable shit fest and I was struggling so I was like what the only thing I can do is perhaps go from singles to doubles and maybe this will become more palatable uh so that's what I did I mean <laughs> and strangely enough I don't know if get I don't know if it gets better by the time they get to Tijuana or that I was just more drunk that it, it, it felt better. Your tolerance went up, yeah. The, the first half an hour is absolutely dirge and it is a struggle to get through. It was a real, like, no, like at no point does any joke land. No, <laughs> and no. And you go, I'm like, this is supposed to be a comedy. It, it's billed as a comedy and nothing is funny so far. Okay. I, I've got a few issues. Uh, so they obviously embark on their journey to um, to Mexico. And Kathy points out that she's going to plan, she's going get to get a divorce while she's there. Yeah. Which we'll get into in a minute, which seems really over the top and quite and a pointless... So weird. And like, kind like, of a pointless exercise because once she gets there... To the divorce shop. Yeah. Like there's the, a building where... But, yeah. You know, uh, or whatever it says <laughs> on the outside of it. Before we get there, just, just as they're turning up to the border to Tijuana, you... Uh, there is a random scene of them going past some army guys. Oh yeah, holding a holding a sign of Tijuana, and in this type of film, you know, a bit like in the in between, it does so perfectly. Go, you know, you expect them to go past and go bus wankers, yeah. and then to have a reoccurring scene where they they now get their comeuppance because they they've you know fucked off these guys, but they just go past them and I go. There's some guys trying to get to Tijuana. There's no interaction no, really at all. There's nothing. And they're like, not to give any spoilers when because this, like I said, this film is just a series of callbacks. When you get the callback, I'm like when that actually happens, these characters have never actually met before. No. So it doesn't <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. work in any shape or form. It's like, and this is all this film is. It's like a recurrence of callbacks that make no sense. No. So yeah. Hitchhiking soldiers signed Tijuana. We'll see them later. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's so blatant. It's like that's the only reason that you go past them. Drop off Kathy. She goes and gets her her divorce, which they then inform her that yeah, the divorce is all done, except from you need to send us all back to a proper lawyer in America, and then they will actually do the divorce, and then yeah. they can send it to me, and then I can tick to say that yes, they've done the divorce. So in hindsight, she should have just stayed in America and got she an got actual divorce. Unless and the only thing reason I could think you would do it that way is because in Mexico it would be dirt cheap. That's the only reason I could think of it. The boys move on randomly to go to some kind of car garage place to get a tuck and roll. (laughs) I've owned many cars and I've never had a tuck and roll. I don't really know what it is. I think it means something to... I think it means getting your seats re-stuffed or something. Re-upholstered as well. Yeah. I, well, I gathered from it. It's a bit weird yeah, but, that they've gone to bang whores, but they're going to waste money on getting the car yeah, sorted that, out. That's the important. Because this obviously has the scene where they, we have the mistaken police shakedown with it where they think they're being followed. Which essentially, but the thing is, like, the scene is played as, oh, we thought we were being shaken down by the police because we're gringos, but we're not. But that is why he was following them. <laughs> so, yeah. so they were right. He was following them, but he wasn't, he was being nice. 
So again, again, which again setting up another callback. Uh, it's where you also have, like, playing on the fact that playing on the stereotypes that he's a Mexican policeman. So he's obviously so of course he's dodgy and bribable. Yeah, so we're gonna um, we're gonna try and bribe him. Yeah, and, and so then, obviously what, Spider goes in hard on the bribe and yeah. offers him five dollars, which uh, I don't know what American currency would be worth back then. What five dollars was the equivalent? Because this is in, well, this is set in like nineteen sixty something, isn't it? Yeah. So is that a decent amount of money back then? I don't know. But even so, he, he he's not overly happy by it, is it? Just just to prove needs my, to learn some respect. <laughs> no, but just to prove my point that this is just a series of callbacks. Uh, the the line by the the Mexican police officer, I'm pretty sure, is, "I have a feeling we'll meet again." <laughs> the, like, I have a feeling we'll meet again. He might as well have winked at the camera to go, "We'll be seeing you a bit later." And Spider's going to have his comeuppance for some reason because he hasn't really done anything wrong at this point. Yeah. But and then he he, he also um, tells uh, Shelley Long to go home. Because in his words, his, the quote is, your emotions are too delicate for this uncouth place. Yeah. Yeah, again, <laughs> some hardcore sexism there. Pointing out the women are uh, too yeah. emotional and not in... Um, I mean, I've, I've put in my little note next to the, uh, I, I have a feeling we'll meet again, is worst foreshadowing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously, Diane's got a divorce. She's yeah. told to go home, but she won't. I've, I've put I mean, down in my notes here, Bet she doesn't go home. Is she going to go spring break wild? Of course she is. But before that, at, at, at 24 minutes and 36 seconds, I've got Cruz says more than four words. I don't know what those <laughs> words are, but he, he actually has a couple of lines and they obviously didn't make any more impact than the fact that he actually had words. Uh, so by that point, they've um, they've left the, the car. They've left... Yeah. They've left um, Dave's little brother to look after the car with a load of random mm-hmm. Mexicans. So they've taken their little 14-year-old brother out of the country and then left him in a car garage with some random Mexicans. And they're perfectly fine with it. So again, yeah, it's, they're it's, like, <laughs> you'll be fine. You're safer here than with us. Which I is a mean, bit weird. I, 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 I mean, it turns out they may have been correct, but it, it seems a very suspect thing to do to, with a small child. Um. So well, I've got no. They now hit. They essentially hit Main Street. Yeah, you know, I've on, got on their little jaunt. I've got. They hit the Magaluf Strip. Um, Sharp. Okay, that's how it felt for me. Wait, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> my exact notes are uh, twenty-five minutes Main Street, basically Magaluf. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely got anyone who's ever been to Magaluf. But it's got very know, much say, got Magaluf vibes. Ha- having with the noise now that you say that this is all set up on some sort of Californian backlot. Uh, this is their idea of what Tijuana is. I'm sure Tijuana was nothing like this. Even in the 60s, I think definitely not like it is now, but uh, Tijuana isn't Magaluf. <laughs> but in, in this film, it's basically just a, a cramped street of vendors, brothels and bars. And, that, yeah. and, that, and, and, and they start it. moving down the street and you get the... the uh, for, we meet the first um, prostitute and she shouts yep. down the window at him. But also shout similar <laughs> stuff to other people passing by, which again at that point Dave gives them the valuable sort of you don't go with the first hall you meet. Of course not. Of course, this is a well-known thing. And it seems like a bit of a crazy place. It's, it's sort of a place yeah, I, I mean, personally would hate because I hate going anywhere 
where there's people selling you stuff or trying to lure you in places yeah, and I mean, calling me Del they, Boy you know, and whatever. They they do a big scene of like a you know um, Dave buys cherry bombs because you know it's Mexico. I mean, I guess if you not being American, especially back then, we, the 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 whole thing were like fireworks and things yeah, being what, illegal, and you could only buy them in Mexico. It took me quite like, a long time into the film to work out what a fucking cherry bomb was. Uh, it's you know what a cherry bomb is? No, never. I, I don't like fireworks very much, but I, I didn't know what a cherry bomb was. I was like, what on earth is a cherry bomb? Why have the, like, I wouldn't be bothered with that. There's a lot of things I didn't know what the fuck they were on about at times, which I had It's like a like. really big banger, essentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, oh, yeah. Walking, as we will, we'll see a few of those later. As they're walking down the, the uh, Magaluf strip, uh, yep. there's some great um, call outs from some of the people there. So one of them. <laughs> Ask them to come here because it's got the filthiest and juiciest girls in all of Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, at this point, to be fair, it was, I'll bring it up in a bit because it's it's more personal. But it was giving me certain film vibes that was a that that, that will be key. So they uh, head but... into their first sex show bar uh-huh. uh, timestamp of twenty eight minutes was when we first see the first set of boobs. Reminds me a little bit of Alley Cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners who, who who aren't from Sutton, <laughs> Ali Cats was the last, last, last place that you ended up where everyone else was closed in Sutton, uh, and there was nowhere else to go. You went to Ali Cats, and it was literally down a fucking alley, and looked like the worst place you'd ever want to go. But you went there because that was the only place you could get a drink yeah. at two a.m. On a, on a Saturday night. At this point, I, I've noted that Tom Cruise is very, very excited and happy by what's going on. So he's either a very good actor who's always really genuinely enjoying the boobs and the music and all the stuff <laughs> so that's it, going on. I, 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 have they gone into the bar yet? I mean, uh, yeah, um, yeah, at this point, they've gone in the bar. And do, the, you, the what, guy, what, do you know what the bar is called? No. I didn't make a note. This, of that. Is, this is the keen details I was picking up because it does more like with these sort of places, you should, in terms of setting the scene, it should be a, like a oh, no, it I do. like a big meal time. It was the Tunga Lee or something. No, is that not the first not, one again? It's not even, it's not, you don't even see it outside. You have to wait until they're walking inside. It's written on a back wall in the back. The place is called Carta Blanca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. To Carcablanca strip joint, and this is like what I say. Basically, they, they get introduced to this place, and, and especially from the guy outside, it's a strip joint like the Titty Twister in From Dust Till Dawn. And at this point, I was like, it's like a Titty Twister from Dust Till Dawn, but shit. Please, God, let them all turn into vampires and kill them all. Now, <laughs> <laughs> save me from the rest of this film. Just to come from Dust Till Dawn and just kill everybody. Obviously, they've got the on on stage entertainment who yes. introduces and says hello to the crowd by saying ladies and sex mania <laughs> that's his opening gambit <laughs> Fair. it's not long though till our young boys are spotted by a group of girls who come over and sit with them they do. who introduce themselves and then instantly demand whiskeys um, <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i have been in that situation <laughs> and i have bought girls whiskeys in my youth I've been on a stag do in Prague where a few words were said. I didn't really know what was happening. And suddenly I bought some random person, some random stripper, stripe prostitute, a, a large whiskey. So I, 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 and it's the only point in this film where I was like, yeah, boys, that, it can happen. It can happen. And it, my whole grasp of American finance is weird because at this point, 
they they question and argue that it's two bucks for a whiskey which point i'm thinking two dollars for a whiskey is pretty pretty good going but that would have been back a long time ago not even 1983 1960 something yeah sort of hitting on them and cracking on them again they're loving it because obviously they're going to get they're going to get paid for their activities yeah mm-hmm. um and they say that they can go upstairs they do at which point tom cruise is like what's upstairs <laughs> so, it's, a, it's around this time uh, Thomas Cruise starts to have a few more lines actually make yeah. some sort of impact on the proceedings you, you go oh yes you are in this film right? and yeah he's um, looking past my uh, please god kill them all bit um, yeah so at that point they're, they're gonna, you know it's, they're going to go upstairs and that's when they're going to get to hopefully do what they've come here for but then it throws you back to Diane at this point yes. so I was surprised at this point. <laughs> I've got a doubt it's not Diane um, so I'm it's still Shelley it's Long. Kathy. <laughs> it's Kathy, aka Shelley Long, not Diane from Cheers. I mean, I would love it if it was some random crossover yeah. and it actually was Diane from Cheers. <laughs> or they Woody Harrison sat in one of the bars. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd love some sort of like Reddit stream. <laughs> like where you know, actually if you find out that Cheers and losing it are in the same universe, and that is actually dying <laughs> under a different name when she disappeared for a bit. Yeah, at this point, she arrives in the, the main on the strip herself and struggles with what she's going to do and throws her wedding ring into the fountain. She does, which is brilliant because it's quite fun. This was actually one of my favorite scenes in the whole film because <laughs> my, my, my exact you've got is... the locals are watching her, yeah, suspecting what she's going to do because. Other people must do it. Of course. So she throws a ring. It's, 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 it's almost like a yeah, you know, a wishing, you know, this, yeah. this, that sort of thing. throw a penny in for a wish, that sort of thing. Yeah. So she throws um, it in and sort of turns. You, and you, know you see notice? them all running. My note is hilarity ensues. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much they, they all yeah they all dive in after her. And then she turns back and goes, "It's my ring," and runs to get it. At which point they get quite aggressive with her. One of them like yeah. pulls her from by her hair backwards, but she she outmuscles them and gets it back. At which she point does. I've got she's got wet. Does this mean we're getting a sexy outfit change? Because <laughs> no. at that point I thought you know she might because she's dressed quite sort of normally. I would say like quite uh, conservative. Possibly. Yes. No. Oh, she, she, she's she's now got all her clothes wet. She's in Tijuana. She's just divorced her husband. Is she going to go sort of underwear and a crop top sort of thing? Is she going to like sandy and grease it, uh, yeah. it and go uh, a bit uh, sexy leather pants? But she, but she doesn't. She um, and then we come back to just her, dries off her hair. Yeah. We switch back to the boys. And it's at this point that they go, oh, um, we'll take them upstairs, uh, you know, with the girls. So, yeah, we'll go upstairs with the girls. And they get halfway the stairs, and then a large, aggressive, bouncer type man turns up and says, you know, carry on up. But these girls are going back downstairs. I'm like, no, no. At which point, you know, the girls that they're going to go up to are going to be grim. But I say girls. Yes, girls this is, is a loose term. I was like, they go upstairs, and I was like, they look the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a definite definite increase in age by the time they get upstairs. Yeah, this is not enough of this sort of like it's pretty much the same thing. And they're like, oh my god. Spider's still up for it. Dave's still up for it because he's Mr. Thomas Cruz, not so keen at this point. He's a little shy. Reluctant, I, I would yeah. say. Sp- Spider disappears, but oh, no, he's, no, he's Cruz, straight in. He's, he's straight in. Uh, and this is where I had my, my first genuine mistake of the film. Because I was you know, you, you cut to a scene, they all they all sort of disappear with their, their individual lady. Well, Cruise and Spider, Spider Woody and Spider disappear. Dave's still trying to negotiate and haggle the he, price down. Exactly, he's negotiating. And then uh, shows and then, his 
he, no, but but there's a key part of his negotiation. He tries to show his um, his <laughs> large a... penis, which is actually just stuffed socks, and then she doubles the price. She doubles the price, which gave me you know, like sort of like a flashbacks to a full metal jacket, like do buku, do buku. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I, the mistaken thing that I have is um, uh, at this point you have like a someone taking their shirt off, and I was like, oh, alert, alert! It, it's it's the cruiser, and the cruiser is taking his shirt off. But then I was like. Oh fuck! No, that that's not Cruz. That is it's, it's Spider. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, read it back in. Mistaken Cruz shirt off. It's actually Spider who um wants to be um shirtless with with, with his uh lady lady of the night friend. And this is point. With, and you have again a callback where you have got the guys getting busy. They keep going into the wrong room. So they they yeah. both Spider and Cruz get sort of taken to a room that's occupied. And you've got one of the army guys. I'm assuming because I wasn't paying that. Yeah, attention. it is one of the army guys. Who's like, oh, this is occupied, man. It's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. So you then cut to when when finally Dave has uh, you know made his bargain with the devil. But before he wants to go in, he's like, wait, I'm, I'm hilariously going to throw a cherry bomb in uh, to see uh, Woody, Tom Cruise's character, lose the game. Oh, no, he, but he's thrown it into a room with an army cells and it explodes. And he's like, get out. I was like, okay. And that's it. This is what I make the point. I was like, constantly attempts at jokes or funny scenes and fails every single time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it, everything runs about. I mean, I can't say yeah. it away. <laughs> Woody, or Tom Cruise's character, sort of skulks off downstairs mm-hmm. after not wanting to go through with it. Oh, this is what my, my note was. Cruise gets a case of the willies. <laughs> <laughs> the melty man comes. <laughs> I also made that, that at this point that, that entire scene of him sort of like balking out of sleeping with a prostitute most lines he's had most screen time that he's had though, I mean I don't count screen time when he's just standing there while other people are talking he's not doing anything it's but, like, that's but, like the most screen time that he's been but he's not one of the, one of the other but Sam sandwich in between all the sexual in, all, um, interactions and the possibility of them having is it keeps cutting back to the inside of the bar strip club mm-hmm. or whatever it is and you've got the the guy on the piano who's singing who's got some absolutely fucking amazing songs um yep. one of them being um he has a random song about a girl using a tortilla as a diaphragm <laughs> pretty racist um he comes out with another one of not knock who's there Eisenhower Iron's an hour late for the hangbang. Wow. The gangbang one did go on for some time as well. He goes on quite a lot about his gangbang song. He's there. He goes on a He's quite proud of it. He's very proud of it. But you've also got another cracking line from Dave. Just before he's about to go with his prostitute woman, he says to her, show me that minge you've been hiding. (laughs) I didn't didn't catch that. (laughs) But with the constant cutbacks to the, the singing guy, and given that they had a credit to like all songs and music composed by this guy, mm-hmm. and that we have a theme tune that is written especially for the film, I was like, so this guy also wrote all these uh, songs. <laughs> like the, the the awful sexist racist compare guy has also had his songs written by yeah. the guy who's you know, who's composed this entire film. So it makes me question him as well. <laughs> I mean, it's at this point I made a personal note to go. It's time to upscale the alcohol as beer won't cut for this onto the whiskey and coke and make it an apple because <laughs> again I, i'm not sure if it's the alcohol or if it does get better but the film does kick up a gear a little bit from here on in yeah a little bit tom cruise's character woody's has gone back downstairs to the bar yeah spider joins fairly soon um, post shag he, he's shag. gone through he, he's got that he's got that classic sort of all right mate look everyone's seen at some point i need to tell you what i did you know what i did 
Yeah. And he starts grilling um, Tom Cruise's character about it. Yeah. He's like, where's your jacket? He's like, oh, I've left it upstairs. Why don't you go get it? Because I'm scared because I wouldn't have sex with a strange ugly lady. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's not a reason. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, fine, I'll just go get my jacket. I mean, I, it, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really poor sort of like Sherlock Holmesian moment as well. I was like, ah, you won't get your jacket because you didn't have sex, did yeah. you? Um, at which point, um, <laughs> it's not Diane. Um, Kathy enters. <laughs> Diane, stroke Kathy. I've, got, I've got it all the way through as Diane. I've got to stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, she joins them, and in typical fashion, Spider, fresh from his conquest, greets her with lots of crude propositions. <laughs> it's basically just a bit of a rapey dick. Yeah, Tom Cruise stands up for her. She, he does. He does. I've got this down as had they planned this because this was quite a technique that me and Kirk used to use back in the day. <laughs> I would let him be obnoxious and then I'd Tread be like, carefully. I'm really sorry about him. <laughs> See, what I've got is um, the actual line, you know, basically he tells uh, Diane Stroke, Kathy Stroke, Shelley Long to fuck off. Uh, and she storms off and Cruz is like, what the fuck? Uh, and Spider's defence for his behaviour is she could be insensitive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the worst defense. Right? Yeah. Like she what? She said what? She said you were insensitive. Fucking bitch. <laughs> she deserves yeah. everything. Like and, she be, called and, me insensitive. Fucking hell. And because um Tom Cruise calls him up on it, Spider, yet again, all he knows is violence. Yes. All he knows. So he, he punches Tom Cruise. No, no fight back from Tom Cruise. Just okay. <laughs> just takes it. But does he do? Does he do that because that that's how you get the girls? <laughs> by showing is that how, restri- restriction, but you is, know, is, by is being, that how you got the girls? <laughs> by taking punches. <laughs> well, no for taking to punch me. Um, I but, love the fact that she takes him to go and get an ice cone. Wait, you, you've you, missed out a vital point. Oh god. Uh, oh, Dave comes in that scene. You've got um, Dave <laughs> shouting out while he's ha- while he's having sex. The scene is broken up by by a screaming sound, and apparently it's because Dave has been told that if you scream when you ejaculate, it makes it feel better. It's at this point where my note is: Is Dave a sex offender? Uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of homework. Like if they were going to do a follow up for it, it would be them breaking Dave <laughs> out of prison for, for something along those lines. Because he's they don't insistent. need a follow up for you to see Dave as a sex offender because Dave <laughs> is a sex offender by the end of this film. Yes, because we do get to that later on. See, Dave comes back and joins a, a sulking spider, mm-hmm. which sounds funny to say. Diane <laughs> takes Tom Cruise to go and get um, an ice cone for, for his little. His little uh, hurt lip which is you know impure like we can't be bothered there but is it no actual... does give you it does put it in the time frame though that, did you notice that Tom Cruise's teeth are better than this so it's, between it's, it's, it's... the Outsiders and this being filmed he had his teeth done well that film was yeah the Outsiders was a precursor of him like realising I mean I, I reckon that was that whole scene he when he's like where my, my teeth are broken that was Adlin that was his, that was his own realisation that he needs to get his teeth fixed. And he wasn't going to get to kiss uh, Dyer from Cheers without having his teeth done. But this is the point where, um, obviously, they're off, you know, you say they go for a snow, for a snow cone as they were talking there before with it. Is that even a th- it. was that ever a thing? Like, yeah, snow that's, what America, thing? that's what Americans call them. Weird. Weird. She uses it to, thing. like, you know, um, dull the pain of his broken lip that is in no evidence from his yeah. punch from Spider. And that's what, as soon as, as soon as that happened, I was like, so 
Shelley Long is going to bang Cruise? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, because you, well, you're like, Tom Cruise oh, straight away goes down the route of I don't really want to do this. I just want actual relationship and romance and the classic line of like I knew, and she's like, it's a, for some reason that you know they're just walking and find themselves at a dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right, you, before we get there, you get yes. the fact that Wendell, um, Dave's little brother, of course who's the streetwise guy, okay. lands up on the on the strip, starts buying shitloads of fireworks. And he's straight yeah. away like, this is how much I've got. This is how much I want. I'm not going to haggle. Let me buy this so shit. I'm, I'm, the deal, I'm the deal maker. You don't meets the guy it. that's trying to sell him the dodgy watch that his brother bought earlier in the film. Again, another random callback. Yeah. And he's, like, he's like, it's not even gold. It's not even silver. I'm not paying that. Like Straight away, he's the streetwise kid. You know it. Yeah. At which point we get introduced to the first reference of Spanish Fly. Spanish fly. I'm guessing not my, something my... I have ever heard about until this film. No, but I'm assuming it's Molly. No, it is an actual fly. I looked it up. So what? Yeah, no. <laughs> what is, it's, is it... it's a. It's in Chinese culture. They used to let w- women used to eat a Spanish this type of fly, and it apparently was an aphrodisiac. It's got horrible chemicals in it that makes your blood pressure and stuff go mental, which potentially might make you feel a bit rowdy, but mainly could kill you. Um, so we're suggesting that, 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 that this was then distilled in Mexico in pill form. No, because... So Dave pays a taxi driver to, to go and take them to buy some. You know he's not actually getting any. He's getting... No. Whatever paracetamol, buy some because it, it it's it, it's like it's not just a suggestion that they get. Really oh no, he goes really deep into like it, it makes them shake and froth and it's just shake so and froth and basically you could do whatever you want to them because they take it. So it's like it basically puts them into a frothing coma and yeah. you can then they don't have any choice. So basically, going Dave is off to buy date rape drugs. That's what this. <laughs> that's essentially what it is. So one of your protagonists is hilariously buying date rape drugs. Welcome to 1983. <laughs> like, this is fine in 93. Yeah. Of course it is. It's hilarious. Go yeah. Buy some drugs. Go some women. Fuck them. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it, they're Mexican. It's, what does it matter? Yeah. Certainly, next Tom Cruise and Kathy are getting more acquainted. You're not sure at this, at this point whether she's oh. she's sort of interested in sorry that. just just to interject i i, I have written another quote down uh, obviously when dave gets uh, and wendell go to buy uh spanish fly uh the cab driver says uh this is how you say very illegal <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to hear from like, a cab driver like, you know the preface of like this is how you say you can put anything after that yeah. line it's, it's like you know one of those things that you know, i can't say in my own language like you don't know how to say illegal in spanish <laughs> but it's yeah when they're in the cab with the the guy on the way to go and get the spanish fly yeah the taxi driver offers to get the marijuana he does but really randomly dave goes on some really high like high and mighty no you can't have marijuana that stuff fucks you up once you've had that, you take heroin. I'm like the maker of the film must have a thing about must be of an anti-drug. I was like, or something. You, you think like in, in the eighties, Reagan era, it's like the, the uh, anti-drug era. Was it like we need to like, doff our cap to the just say no yeah. to drugs era? Because like cannabis is clearly a gateway drug. <laughs> yes, yeah, as is oxygen. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I was really surprised. By it. I was like, that doesn't seem to make any sense. Yeah, it was a random scene. Given that he's like he's going to buy date rape drugs, yes, yeah, it's like, but he, I, like, I will don't... buy date rape 
and I will drink and I will pay for prostitutes, <laughs> but I will not smoke weed. That might make me take lie. heroin. Yeah. If I take heroin, I can't take date rape drugs <laughs> and fuck women. Um, back to Cruz and, uh, and yeah, Diane to- stroke, Kathy stroke Shelley Long. Hey, and she's flirting with him more and more. Okay, maybe they, they have a little dance. They do have a little and dance. They are smashing the tequila. They are smashing the tequila back as well. You're right. You're right. Because at this point, she's flirting with him a bit more. Tom <laughs> Cruise is. openly admits that he's shit faced to her. Yeah. Are we leading up to uh, he's going to go f- like try and kiss her and she's just going to slap him and pat him down or he's going to be sick on her or anything? Um, but she's she's sort of getting more and more interested at which point i'm at this point i'm thinking what is the age gap because he's like a high school kid yeah who's can't be older than 18 because and she's diane from cheers so how old is she no but she's <laughs> married and owns a shop exactly so, so, so she be... must be like she must be in her what late 20s early 30s at yeah. least at best <laughs> At best, um, I mean, she she kisses I him. Have a problem with that. She kisses him. She kisses <laughs> mm-hmm. him. Spider asks where the donkey place is. Where's Blue Fox? And he goes to a place called the Blue Fox, ah, which looks yep. like a bit of a dirty, dingy little alleyway place. At which point, I thought because he says he's going to see the donkey. At which point, I thought, <laughs> I thought at this point, is Spider gay or bisexual? And is the donkey like going to be some kind of sex act with a massive cock? <laughs> I mean, I will try not to be offended, but <laughs> no, because you know, like, because they've gone and done the done the women, and he's sort of sulking and gone. Like, I'm gonna go find the donkey and go to see, see the donkey. Uh, which, my which, head, and works. then he goes down like a dodgy, dingy alleyway place. Which back in the '60s, it would have been had somewhere yeah, like that would have had to absolutely. be hidden out of the way. But it, my, my my, if you've ever seen Clerks too, you'll get a reference, but. My thing was like, is he going to go and see a donkey show where where a donkey show is where a prostitute gets fucked by a donkey? Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, but, but the, I, I thought it was weird from the off where, you know, back in the early, like, the first act of the film, Spider's like, I want to go to Yana because I want to fuck a prostitute and I've never seen a donkey. Maybe the donkey's like code for something else. Or like, no, he, he just actually wants to see a donkey. I was like, they have donkeys in America. Yeah. There's, there's donkeys everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just why see a donkey? Go see a fucking horse. There's plenty of them. Yeah. yeah. At which point, yes, so he, enters, he enters the bar and, it, and it's full know, of so- servicemen and women. In comparison to the bars we've been to before, I think it looked like quite a nice bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. And he's in there for a bit and you actually see a donkey get led in and walked out. With no sort of no context or mention. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's the donkey reference. It and looks like no... there was build-up for not much payback at all. But for, from what I remember, he doesn't even reference it. No. There's no like, thank fuck, I, 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 you know, I have fulfilled my wish to see a donkey. It's like, I don't even think he's in the scene. He's just like, walk by. Like yeah. walks through the bar and he's like doesn't get mentioned it's like who wrote this fucking piece of shit I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> the is, well, have, have we skipped past the fact that uh, Cruz and uh, Kathy no or, no uh, that, that, or... comes, that comes in a minute so um, why are the why are spiders at the blue fox he <laughs> triggers a mass fight by basically just kicking off at some oh, marines the... But are they just Marines or is it a random callback that makes no sense of the Marines they went past who were carrying a sign to Tijuana? It could have, uh, it in, could well be them. No, um, it is them because I, I, I it, it's exact, it's those exact people because I knew it was those exact people because I made sure that so I would check. Spider sort of kicks off the fight. 
But it's not just him yeah. fighting. There's quite a lot of people fighting by towards the end of the fight. It, it's, it's sort of like the classic barroom fight where bar brawl, suddenly everyone just like, fights everyone. Like, the sheriff know, sort of... Someone gets hit, they, they, they fall back into someone and spill their beer, someone else's yeah. beer, so that person hits them. Who, As they're drawing back a punch, their elbow goes into someone yeah, else's yeah. hits you. And then like chickens go through the window, a pane of glass gets smashed. You know, it, it's the yeah. sad. And the sheriff at that point rocks up, fires his gun in the air to calm everyone down. And, and then you go, ah. Oh. And instantly goes, ah. Oh. American kid, it's all your fault. You're coming with me. Because what was the line? Let's let's look back, children. I have a feeling we'll meet again. Yeah. It's like, oh, another random callback. This film is it's just constant setup of callbacks. Yeah. Of like, there's no actual plot or character. There's just we'll set up a thing in one scene and we'll call it back in another scene. And we'll just do that over and over again until the film ends. <laughs> this yeah. is all this film is. And then we get taken to Dave and his brother rocking up at what looks like a young girl's party. Well, it seems it seems like quite an innocent yeah. little party. He basically dissolves his Spanish fly or his date rape drink in a street vendor's yeah. drink. He's quite happy about it as well. Yeah, but he, he does it, talks to her, and then stands back and sort of watches. She gives him like, the brush off, he's obviously. Like, and he's like, oh, wait, kick in soon. <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? But then you yeah. know that the really predictable bit's going to come. Oh, yeah, another, really another nice car turns up, and Dave being I... the guy that he is, you know he's a car lover. As soon as the car pops up, he runs over and is like, hey, nice car. And then starts telling him that he's basically date raped that girl. Yeah, nice car, guys. I'll just date rate that girl. And I can guarantee that you said the exact words in the net that this character this then says before he said it. So oh, as soon as he said those words, I went, that's, his sister. that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was sitting there and I went, that's my sister. Kirk laughs and then the guy says, that's my sister. I was like, this is full. I'm like, again, I gave the outsiders a bit of a doubt going, are there things that happen that I'm looking now going, is this cliche or was it? before this became a cliche. That yeah. shit was cliched when this was made. I'm sorry. Meanwhile... That, that is a cliche, cliche, cliche. Meanwhile, Tom Cruise has gone all in. He's taken her, taken Kathy to the motel, which I was quite shocked. I didn't think... I no, thought they'd just have a little kiss. I, I, I think that Kathy is taking yeah, Woody to the motel. Yeah, she's taken like her Diane young... She's taken her young fresh meat to the, to the motel. And yeah, again, we get a Tom Cruise shirtless scene. Again, the crew's shut off for the reels this time, but for some reason he's got a very high pant waistband. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't work that out. My like, next, yes, my... you've got your shirt off, but you, 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 your waistband and your pants is like over the navel. It's, it's, it's a bit weird. Oh, and then my next note is, oh, hello, Diane. Cheers, tits. <laughs> then I've got that scrubbed out, and what the fuck is her underwear all about? Yeah, she, she's like full nan. Yeah, it's just like ridiculous they're like I don't even know what they are they're like shorts almost it's very weird uh, it's at this point that I've made another that says time for another drink it's probably going to be a triple <laughs> it's like it's, I I realise at this point that I am using alcohol just power myself through this from because it you know as fun as we may be making it sound, listeners, it's awful. It's really a slog to get through. Yeah. Spider's been arrested by this point. By um, our callback. Yeah. Dave gets kidnapped by the, the sister's brother. Well, well, the, after spiking exact, her with aspirin. The, the exact line was, that chick's my sister. Policeman tells Spider he's going to teach him some manners. Uh, Spider rocks up to the prison. It's pretty grim. And he's greeted. <laughs> I've got jail to, rape question mark. Yeah. <laughs> he asks to sit down. And my first note is, someone's 
not going to let him sit down. If anyone's ever seen Scum, mm. uh, the Ray Winston of it, yeah. the daddy. I'm the daddy now. You, you've got like this big daddy guy basically going, this is my this is my cell, bitch. You sit where I tell you to sit and beats the shit out of him, smashes him to, into a wall and knocks him unconscious. But Spider earns his respect by that. But uh, his respect. The line I wrote was, wasn't this supposed to be a comedy? Because yeah. <laughs> it's at this point where for some reason, Act three goes a little bit dark. Well, no, it is still a bit of a comedy because the large it, prisoner yeah, yeah. guy, I don't know, uh, Cornelio Hernandez is his name. Uh, well done. Who I spent quite a lot of time trying to look him up to see if he was a former Mexican wrestler or something because he's got a bit of a big daddy sort of wrestler vibe about him. Yeah, yeah Even yeah. the way he fights seems like he's oh yeah, he's got very much like wrestler vibes. Andre the giant vibes. Yeah. yeah, big time. But by beating. The crap out of Spider. Spider sort of earns his respect by being that by violent... being a punching bag. Yeah, by being a... <laughs> yeah, that's how you win respect. Like um, he physically throws him into a brick wall and yeah. knocks him unconscious and goes, "It's okay, you can sit there." He could be dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and your your notes, your your mention of it getting dark. We're now taken to the salvage yard with Dave, <laughs> which I put as. Welcome to Mad Max Town. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's now hoisted high in the sky on a crane. Yeah. You know what? I've got pretty much, you know, my, my favourite, you know, as in, we, we as we have done so far, my favourite lines from the film. Uh, and this is my favourite line because it goes so fucking dark. And one of the guys, you know, because not only is it Dave, you've got Wendell there as well, so you've got the, fucking, the young kid there as well. And one of the guys says, uh, Dave's like, don't hurt the kid. The reply is, we won't hurt him. We want him to see what we're going to do to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> even like, darker. <laughs> I was like, That's fucking dark mate but they like, do also we want you say, to see how much we're going to torture you to death but they that do also like, say we're not going to hurt him we're just going to scare him yeah obviously you have a little aside but yeah. you know you, you have this side but at the same time they still hoist him on a crane and threaten to blow torch him to death <laughs> that'd be quite a bad way to go i think being having my genitals blow torched off by being held face first in the sky all right It'd be a pretty bad. I, get, okay. I keep like first about going. Yeah, you, you definitely didn't have any of this in Porky's. No. <laughs> they went in a different direction. Yeah. And they're like, uh, but again, I'm like, is this only happening because it's Mexico? This is what they expect yeah. Mexico gives you. Unaware that it's all a big prank and a joke. Um, yes. Wendell steals the fancy car. He does, and in typical fashion, drives around in a circle. And comes back to wherever they were and gets his brother down, basically. And they're yeah. so dumb. They're like, oh, come back with our car. And <laughs> literally run around in a circle and he gets them away in time and saves the day. Exactly. And, and then, of course, you know, you, you have it, you know, where you, you can feel where it's leading. You know, you go, this film has been lacking a hilarious car chase. I'm sure that'll be coming soon. But before we get that, you we, we cut back to Spider in jail. Yeah. And now, who, for some reason, by several scenes, has not been there already but is now introduced to the jail but it's the army boys the, the ones who would have been arrested at the exact same time as who him. are awful awful actors yes well, they're all going to go hey you're that kid <laughs> I mean saying they're awful actors is like saying you, you might as well be pebble dashing a fucking wall because you could pebble dash and spot 101 different bad actors yeah, in this film but, but they are particularly bad for some reason because Spiner has been Beating the shit out of by the, the the Mexican daddy, he now wants to save him from the army guys. But is that I so I got that as just typ typical sort of how you survive in prison? Because if if I think 
if Spider had just, when the big <laughs> massive guy had said, um, you don't sit there, he's gone, okay. If he, so said, you, you, he sort of came back at him and was like, no, if I can stand up for myself. Took the beat in okay, like a man. So you're saying because Spider took the beating by being thrown into a wall unconscious, that was his acceptance of the guys as So No, but he, he tried to fight him, didn't he? He stood, he stood he tried to stand up for himself. Stood instead, his of, hand. instead of just like holding his pocket. And then or, was not unconscious you know. and woke up and was like, oh, some army men want to heal you. He was like, no, the army man had beaten Spider unconscious and made him his bitch. Yeah. And he was like, don't touch my property. Yeah. gringos yeah. <laughs> and proceeds to uh give them a, a good hiding just at the same time that um cruz and diane stroke kathy stroke shelly long is uh making a deal with our recurring character of the yeah police our, sheriff our, our sheriff who doesn't take bribes but doesn't does take, take bribes, bribes no, no. if they're large enough <laughs> and i was quite surprised that because all the way through they whenever they've mentioned money it's been quite low and he's like three grand <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like okay, that's quite know, so a lot like, of money back then in comparison to what you know what i've worked out is the scale of pricing you basically are one one million dollars yes. <laughs> so it's, there is no other ju- justification for the, the level of uh, uh coinage that he's asked for yeah. but they, for some they, reason they, but they argue, only- they argue over how the, he says it's too much. And, and then Tom Cruise is like, okay, I know what, what about this? Exactly. because uh, basically- At which point you don't know what the deal is, do you? At that point, you're like, oh, I wonder what it is. Probably the car. This is a, uh, this is a great car. example of the writing servicing, not the plot, but making the writing fit around what you want to happen. Yeah. It's like, what, how, how, how do we make, you know, we, we want to you know, make a thing happen. It's like, Oh, we'll just ask you, you know, if you're asking to ask for this much money, we can go, that's how much money that car's worth. So yeah. we can make that a thing. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's terrible, terrible writing. But again, yeah, so it works. It, it works. <laughs> so they take them back to the, the, the car the car garage to exchange the car over for their friend yep at which point Dave's like no fuck off you're not swapping my car you're not having my car at all uh, Dave and Wendell turn up in, the, in their stolen car yeah uh, from uh, from and El Capitan's like well I'm going to arrest you as well for stealing this car and I say, <laughs> this car that car and everything because <laughs> I was like in my head I was like I was like so they're just going to give him that car and take yeah. their car but he goes off in another, he's in another more random direction. Uh, but again, this is the point where there's a random attempt. Obviously, before that, you, you, obviously you, you have a scene where uh, Spider and Cruz uh, have a little bit of a makeup. They're like, you know, they do the thing where like, we, we were both dicks. It's like, no, just Spider was a dick. Yeah. Cruz was fine. But apparently you agree you, you were both assholes and you're going to make up. Uh, but then there's like an attempt at a moral message because you have the sheriff essentially making a little soliloquy about he basically says, you Americans come here and you, you make this yeah. place terrible. And it's not us who live here. Who, you know, this is where we live. This is where we make it terrible. It's like people who come here to make it terrible. It's like, so for some reason, this, this, this film is a diatribe about the tourism industry. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had no could, idea. You could literally replace that with like any Spaniard or anyone in Prague. Yeah. Any, you know, any of those sort of places. Yeah. Anywhere you, you where could, like, British or American people go to get You smashed. could basically take this film and, you know, like we said at the start, put it in Magaluf or put it in Torremolinos or like anywhere on the Costa del Sol and you can make the exact same film and everybody who is actually Spanish and local would have a good point to make this argument. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. 
maybe I am drunk or maybe I agree. And then, and then after their sort of minor little naughtinesses well, throughout <laughs> the film, Dave and the Sheriff argue. And yeah. Spider and Woody decide this is probably a good time to knock him over and handcuff him. No, the policeman. In amongst that, you, you have the point where where Cruz decides to do some acting. Because there's the, the conversation of, of you know, the amount of time that Spider's going to get. And Cruz in quite quite boldly says, they we're going to give him four years. Yeah. Give him your car. Yeah. Properly goes like, give him your car. I was like, oh, okay. And the Oscar goes showing that to, not, showing not that range again, <laughs> showing that range it's like, again. He full on goes for it. It's like I was like, but given the fact that he spent half the film sleepwalking, from what I can tell, uh, and then he, and then he, he shags Diane, stroke Shelley, stroke um, Shelley Long, stroke uh, Kathy, and then he really wants to give him some acting performance, and he really, really goes for it. And then obviously, then then you have your crazy fall over shenanigans where that you know. They're trying to stop the police officer, and he's like, "Oh, I'm falling over, I'm falling over," and somehow I've handcuffed you to a yep. thing. And then... And, and then Wendell comes into his own. He basically just fills the police car with fireworks and sets them off. He does, which absolutely makes the car garage man piss himself laughing <laughs> uncontrollably. It's just some Mexican guy just laughing hysterically. Well, so many fireworks go off without actually damaging the vehicle. <laughs> Almost yeah. like there's not any real fireworks in there. But you, you know, it's crazy shenanigans because there's a harmonica in in the music. Yeah. <laughs> this then leads to the the brilliant little car chase. In, in classic style, we have a car chase to the border, but a three car chase. So you got exactly. three cars involved because you've, 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 you've got, got the, every... you've, you've got them escaping, and then they realise they're going in the wrong direction, so they turn round. At which point they encounter the the army guys who then chase after them and crash through a sign that you got, they go through like a, um, to give the count, you've got our guys going for the border. You've got the sheriff in his firework car. Yeah. You've got the uh, Mexican guys from the scrapyard chasing after their stolen car. You've got the army boys. So you've got four people involved in this chase. Yeah. And this where when I was like, Oh yeah, remember it's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. Then Wendell fucking fires one of the, the, Fire um, the rockets into one of the cars behind them and the, like almost blows it up. The the army guys crash through a massive billboard. <laughs> so I didn't describe the guy. I, I described one of the sets of characters as the Mexicans from the scrapyard. Yeah, my actual notes say date rape girl's brother. <laughs> I've got them as <laughs> ghetto Mexicans on mine. Um, but anyway, they 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 make. They win the uh, the very slow moving car chase. And Again, within that, you've got what what I consider to be one of the most bizarre callbacks of the entire thing. Because within this little chase sequence, before they get to the border, for some reason, because again, this film is just a series of callbacks. You have Larry, Diane, Stroke, Shelley, Stroke, yeah, <laughs> um, Kathy's husband going into a brothel, <laughs> and she's like, Larry, Larry. Uh, yeah, which is interesting because I don't know how big Tijuana is, but he managed to go to the exact same bit that they, they were in. Oh yeah, like like much like Magaluf, Tijuana yeah. is just one high street that yeah. they've been driving through over and over so, again the entire film. So yeah, you've got the bit where she sees Larry and she's really up disappointed. But they make their way to the border and there's a big long queue and the the policeman's <laughs> not that far behind them. So actually, Spider comes into his own at this point because all the way through, yes. you've not seen any signs of intelligence from him, just brawn. Um, yep. But at this point, so he, he he jumps out of the car, runs to the front and basically just says, yeah, uh, there's a car down there that I'm with. 
but I'm not responsible for all the drugs and stuff that's in the car, it, basically. It might have drugs in it and stuff. Yeah. Have a look at that car. You won't want to put it through a bit quick. Yeah. Which is quite a genius plan. So they take them through. After a long time of the film, you finally get them to drop the joke again when they're searching them all and they search Dave and get to his cock and we're like, whoa, we need to search this. And pull the sock, pull out his pants and it's a sock. And they think it might have drugs in it. And he's like, no, it's just What a, sock. a funny joke at that point. It, and this is what I put for, for this. What Basically what this scene says is Dave learns that he should he shouldn't stuff his pants and pretend to have a large cock. Not that rape is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the lessons that should be learned, yep. haven't been learned. Is like he's learned that he really shouldn't stuff his pants. Not that he shouldn't date rape people. That's that's the takeaway. The, take home. The, the, basically, like what this film has missed, you know, in a big way. <laughs> so at this point. Kathy then sees her husband, Larry, Larry after they've again. made their way back to the car. She runs to Larry. After like full on... No, no, no. She runs to Larry first, kisses him, then runs back to Tom Cruise, really fucking kisses him. Cruise goes in for the kill is what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then runs back to Larry and he's like, cool. And they just Let's carry go. on. So at this point, I'd like to point out <laughs> oh my, my story arc for <laughs> Diane, Kathy, slash whatever her real name is, has a trivial argument with her husband, overreacts, crashes their car into their shop, then jumps in a car with some children, leaves the country, gets a divorce throws her wedding ring away, seduces and has sex with a young boy, and then just expects her husband to just take her back. And he that, just does. That's a fucking arc. You're right. There is a, <laughs> there is a character arc in this. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it, it took me late in the film when we were watching The Other Silence to work out that Dallas was the uh, the villain. She's so, the villain. Kathy is the villain of this yeah. film. She gobbles up the young mate and then goes back to her husband, satisfied, back to face the monotony of her shit life in her grocery store. Fucking cruise and then going, getting across the border, using them all to get back home and then like full on going in for it with cruise in front of her husband and then going, oh, by the way, bye. Yeah, she's 100% the villain. It could get actually darker than that because point out, we don't actually know how old Tom Cruise is in the film or supposed to be his character. We're we're going to 17. The the average age of consent in America is 18. That's true. She's also a rapist. I mean, this, <laughs> this film has a very rapey vibe. When, yeah. when, you, when you look at it objectively... But, but not from her. <laughs> really. It's sort okay. of brushed under the carpet. It's Basically, sort of like a little love story. But like, quite... like a, she groomed Cruz. Cruz is not at fault here. Don't blame Cruz for falling under her magical whim and making him do things that he'll probably need therapy for later. And we couldn't let the film finish there with them just getting over the border and going home, could we? Um, no. You've got, to, you've got to throw one sort of joke plot twist in at the end. So the boys, the sun has risen. Yes. They, they've got back across the border. They're in the it's good old US survey. And they stop at a little diner to have something to breakfast, don't they? And they who would they bump Who's into? There? Oh, it's the Marines again and <laughs> a brawl in shoes. And then you've got the shoes. really weird, uncomfortable, almost breaking of the uh, the second wall. Exactly. Uh, if Wendell's when, just sort of like looking at the camera outside. like, oh, boys, <laughs> eh? These guys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Which then leads us back into the Losing It song as it finishes. Yeah. What a 
fucking car crash this film is I mean I mean I, I wrote you know as as I as I like to do I wrote a summation of what this oh, I, I struggle even to call it a film is this experience was this is less a film more a series of poorly strung together character callbacks if you call them that with overtones of racism and a good dose of rapiness. It forgets that it's trying to be a comedy about halfway through and becomes, uh, well, what does it become? <laughs> it comes really dark. It's terribly written, terribly acted poorly, and has a uh, confused message. Basically, it's a bin liner. Oh, 100% bin liner. It's but, not a cruise liner. It is a fucking bin but, liner. But it's, I still, there's still something about it I kind of enjoyed, <laughs> which is I mean, weird. I, I know that you're you, you haven't seen a lot of Tom Cruise films as no. as, as it as has been discussed. Uh, please do not have this as any type of bar <laughs> of what is to come because this is not only the worst Tom Cruise film I've ever seen. It's one of the worst films I've ever seen. I think my problem is that I'm taking it that Tom Cruise isn't a character that it is Tom Cruise. So in my head, I feel like we've gone from him being like a psycho murderer to a fighter who eats chocolate cake to now having bagged a, a mature barmaid from Cheers. So, yeah. so in my head, like, he's progressed. Yeah, you, you, I can see that. I mean, if you go for our, you know, our cruise camp, as we, as we do at the end of it, from, uh, you know, uh, running, shirt, uh, shitty and grin, manic laugh and shirtless. We've got no running, no shitty and grin, no manic laugh, but double shirtlessness. Yeah. I oh. don't think that gives it double points, no. to be honest, but it's, it's like the group camp. Yeah. I also would say oh, the transfer that we watched was in 4.3. Yeah. Uh, rather than 16.9 uh, and there, there was another film that was released recently in 4.3 that I watched uh, namely Zack Snyder's Justice League which yep. is four hours plus long oh. and that felt shorter watching that <laughs> than watching a one hour and 40 minute film from 1983 yeah. I, I knew it wasn't great because we had a bit to drink and Lauren didn't even make it an hour into the film yeah I mean, she, she she did the right thing, but yeah, no, a bin liner. I, I'm I'm glad we've got through it because we've got. Oh, I've not seen it, but I'm I'm predict. I'm pretty sure the next film is going to be better. Uh, uh, what is the next film? And then you mentioned, I believe it is risky business. It is risky business, which I've never seen. Again. All I've ever seen is the clip of him sliding across the floor. <laughs> so uh, that's all I've ever I, seen. I, I did- I did think this other day, like, you know, I I prefaced this entire experience of a podcast by going, I've seen all Tom Cruise films, you haven't seen any of them. And so far, I've gone, yeah, I've seen, I, I, I saw a bit of Taps, I haven't seen The Outsiders, I haven't seen Losing It, and I haven't seen Risky Business either. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I haven't seen Risky Business. I mean, I... I I know it's supposed to be good. I know it's got Tom Cruise, young Tom Cruise. This is essentially, Risky Business is essentially going to be the film that propels Tom Cruise, a young Thomas, my brother III, into uh, the, the starlight yeah. and has a, a young Rebecca de Mornay in it as well. And again, to, continuing the rapey theme from losing it is about an older woman seducing a younger man. I mean... Typecast at this point, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, completely. It's not until Top Gun that he gets into his full homosexual self. But... <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend, though, if you've not seen it, have quite a bit to drink and give it a go. Just, be, yeah, I mean, It's got to be... Just, just to see what a young Tom Cruise can do in a film that's got a shit script. Poor writing. I mean, no, you know, it's not even uh, shot very well. No, it's, it's shot terribly. It's, it's not it, even. It, it's not. It's got a lot of really bad cuts as well. And it and it, and it looks like it's shot a lot. You, you know, yeah. 
they are in California on a fucking film yeah. studio lot. It's like, yeah. the, 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 it's there's, no, there's no, it, it is up there with some of the worst films I've ever seen in my entire life. And I have seen a lot. For anyone listening to this who like might be like, oh, I've listened to this or I would like to watch along with you guys. Don't. <laughs> it's, one <of> the, <laughs> it's one of the few ones I'll go, don't do it. Yeah. I, I actively tell people not to watch this film unless you are massively, massively pissed and doing it for a podcast. Do not watch this film. <laughs> it is fucking terrible. And no one should ever watch it ever again. I'm glad it didn't make money. It's awful. Yeah. Awful, awful. Film. But next week, we've got high hopes for next week because Risky Business is supposed to be a decent film. Get in touch with us at Real Booze Cruise on Twitter. Or you can reach me at, at Marky Cat at, on Twitter. <laughs> or what, what, is your, what is your Twitter uh, handle? It is. Fair and Fowler. Yeah, just at Fair and Fowler on Twitter. But yeah, if, if you've got an alternative opinion or if you agree with us, we love people telling us that we're right. So there's that. But before we end the show, Mark, last week I gave you the option of picking um, the, either of the two number ones to... Um, oh, David Bowie. No, no, no. So you've got the option of Billie Jean to play us out yep. or Let's Dance by David Bowie. Or you've got the option of the Jeff Allen band losing it. <laughs> Oh, fucking tear me off. I'll put Jeff Allen on. <laughs> it hurts my soul, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> <laughs>